All right, we're back at it again. We're going to try this for a second episode. Yes. Um, and I, I think this is going to be a really good one, or I wouldn't say good one, but just a, it's gonna, I think it's going to be some rich stuff um, that we're going to unpack. So um, I think during the course of the week, um, we've just had a lot of Encounters. I don't, I don't want to say a lot, but fair enough of encounters with people. A good amount. A good amount, yeah, with people to uh, just talk about what's happening in the air right now. And I, I for the longest time, I felt the, the church as a whole has missed a very slow pitch uh, when it <laughs> comes to a lot of the stuff that's happening right now. Um, and so... When we were talking, I think it was like last week, um, we were talking about the sense of how certain allegiances or certain aspects of uh, identity or affiliation, uh, political, uh, whatever kind of affiliation, supersede cultural affiliation, supersede uh, the truth of God. And it's been interesting in how I've been hearing this from uh, just other believers within um, my own personal world, family, friends, just they've forgotten or it seems there's a sense of they've forgotten who they belong to, where where their loyalty is supposed to lie. And, uh, you know, I guess the I want to say the title or the theme of this is when race or or whatever, when race becomes your religion, mm-hmm. the lens in which you look through everything, the lens in which you affiliate everything that you do um I know myself uh, both of us being black now everyone knows we're black (laughs) this is news to me (laughs) we're black people uh um (laughs) or if you if you're just listening and not realizing it because you know I've been told in my growing up that I sound very white yes yes so if you're curious as to (laughs) who we are if you don't know who we are we are black. We are black. We are twins and we are black. We are twins, we are black. And All my life. <laughs> and so, we sound, I guess, very white. I don't know very what we sound like. <laughs> but now you know, you've gotten all of that weirdness out of the way. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how many people will be or soon will be listening, but either way, that's out of the way. But um, again, being black and within this particular space, um, I, I've just noticed that there's a a trend or a atmosphere where people have put aside truth in exchange for their allegiance to their race or to a, a cultural uh, something that's popular to the culture at the moment, mm-hmm. and they've just they've lost they've lost the again truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, right now, as we're just sitting together, we're just going to take some time. Uh, again, you guys are going to listen to me, Monique, unpack all of these things and and take actually all the things that we've been listening to, conversations that we've had, and filter them through the word of God um, and through his wisdom. Because that's where I feel like I want people to be reminded of, like, no matter how you feel about something, no matter what you think about something, it doesn't 
matter if it's not in a line with the truth and the mm-hmm. word of God. And Christians, we've got to get back to that that truth. We've got to get back to that reality mm-hmm. because we are being so ineffective, so um, so lacking um, what we need to be doing right now as the church because we put so many things in front of God's truth in front of God's promises mm-hmm. and I just I'm just, I'm personally just done with it like I'm gonna keep doing what I gotta do no matter what yeah. um like you know till the wheels fall off me and God uh but but that's just what this conversation is about and so as we kind of stepped into it I was praying and asking the Lord like what scriptures would you get like give me some scriptures god give me your word because i don't want to even hear anything from anyone else right i mean i i don't want to hear no other voice i don't want to hear no other opinion there's so many opinions flying around right now and i just really need god's truth so um one of the things i guess we could talk about um really is this sympathy and i know i'm about to lose some friends mm-hmm. i'm about to lose some family today um, but that's cool because scripture says, uh, those that do the will of my father are my, my family. family. That's what Jesus so. said. <laughs> that's what Jesus said. Yeah, that's what Jesus said. He's like, so. you know, you ain't family. You ain't doing my daddy's business. So yes, there you go. So I'm about to do the deep dive off to the deep and we go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a lot of the things I've heard is again, the sympathy for, uh, BLM and things of this, uh, nature or social justice. Uh, a lot of that um and so and this idea that uh a lot of these people that are out there protesting or whatever you want to call it are in their right because we as black people have been disenfranchised and um um you know so much injustice towards us that we're now we're now angry enough to uh go ahead and do what we do and and there's a, there's a sympathy, and again I get that with people that don't know God, but when mm-hmm. I'm hearing it around people that do, yeah, uh, especially when they don't even have all the facts or haven't taken time to really get objective opinions, and just jumping onto a bandwagon because it sounds good, it feels good, or it just everyone it just it makes sense right now. They don't want to deal with the hostility of disagreeing, <laughs> uh, really. Um, I was like, Lord, like I'm hearing so many things. Um, so what, what does your word say? What does your word say? And so uh, it was Romans 13, 1 through 7. I'm sure many of you guys know it. Get your Bibles, look it up. Uh, you know, it's there. And if you and if you aren't, you know, I'm, we're also hoping that this uh, time and season that we are doing this, because we are taking a step of faith. If you haven't picked up that we are uh, God-fearing, Bible-believing, jesus coming believers mm-hmm. <laughs> not christians <laughs> so it this so um this is beyond just a political discussion uh especially given the season and time obviously but this seems to be like the big forefront it seems to be a uh somewhat landing in the political arena but just if you aren't you know, we're hoping that if, if you uh, aren't necessarily a believer, that Lord willing, the truth that you learn, uh, uh, the things that are spoken will illuminate some some places in your heart and mind and uh, you will join the um, join us in that that way. So. Uh, so to speak, uh, just wanting you to get light, life, light and truth. Uh, 
in what we're doing. So um, just bear that in mind. But sister, sorry, continue. No, not at all. I mean, we do want the things that we share at least to resonate with yeah. the believer as well as a non-believer. non-believer that, yes. Not, this isn't just like <laughs> believer radio. This is like, <laughs> you know, anyone's welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone's welcome. Um, God is loves to reason. In fact, in his body, to. he calls us to, he says, come, let us reason. Come, let us talk about it. Come and get understanding. There's many scriptures that he talks about. Come to get understanding. If you lack wisdom, I'll give it to you. Ask come to God, me. Yeah. Ask God. Like, so it, this is beyond just, uh, you know, this is not religious. This mm-hmm. is straight out uh, truth, reality, relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. Go for it, sister. Not a problem. So Romans 13, 1 through 7. Everyone must submit to governing authorities for all authority comes from God and to those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. Um, so anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and they will be punished. I'm going to stop right there real quick and say that that not only goes towards attitudes towards police, but this also goes towards the horrible orange man as well. (laughs) You know, like I I know I've talked to someone uh, and they were like, I don't believe God put that man there. I'm like, God put him there and every other president before him. Mm -hmm. Scripture says that he raises up kings and he lowers them, Mm -hmm. you know. So for to hear believers or to know that believers are out there that are adamantly pressing against the current um, current authority. Like, I'm going to just encourage you as a believer to check your heart. That's Mm -hmm. just the honest truth. Check your heart, because it's not about it's not about the person. And this is, again, this is not a statement in which to be like, oh, my gosh, I think our president is amazing and everyone is to get on the Trump track. This is not what this is about. (laughs) This is not. I just want to say that because I feel when people when I say, you know, to respect the office or respect authority, you know, it's like, what are you saying? You saying this person's good and everything they're doing is right and the police are always right. No, No. that's not what I'm saying. I trust my God of justice will handle justice as he sees fit. Because he's better at it than I will ever be. Well, I think, well, another thing, too, and you'll finish. I think there's more of that scripture that you're going to finish mm-hmm. reading. But I remember reading, I actually probably have to read the whole thing, but I remember reading the whole thing. And it was like, God, like, summed it up, honestly. Because mm-hmm. uh, even the whole idea of now bucking. And this is, these are the last days. So I'm not surprised. Bride, bride of Christ. Don't be surprised. Um, so I'm not surprised of of the uh, unrest and the rebellion, mm-hmm. but I am surprised that the bride is licking arms with uh, that company. Mm-hmm. Um, and and reading that scripture, you said what is it again? In uh, is it Ephesians or no? What the one I'm reading? Uh-huh. Right now, uh, Romans. Oh, but Romans I think the one I read was in. The, I got to look that one. The one in Ephesians is like <laughs> it is a butt kicker. Right. Um, but it really just like silenced it and was like, this is totally not of me. Cause what of me, what of me says respect authority. Mm-hmm. You good. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. You're respect authority. So yeah. So like I said, I'm going to stop right there because again, I don't want this to be this idea or some kind of thing where it's like, Oh my gosh, I, I got to say it again. I please, I want you to listen with affiliations and, and um, associations aside, the thing that unifies us is Jesus Christ. 
And that is what what is at this table. That is Mm -hmm. who is at this table. So this ain't a red conversation. This ain't a blue conversation. This is a Christ conversation. And you as believers, and even if you're not, but you as believers out there who have the spirit of God, who house the fullness of God in you should understand that and should be here, should be able to hear this. You know, he who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit has to say. So I just, again, I got to reiterate that. And I'm just praying the Holy Spirit would allow those that really want to hear what God has to say, not what Monica Monique has to say, but what his word has to say, because that's all I'm leaning on. Like, that's mm-hmm. all I'm, we're pouring all of this through. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I just feel the need to just absolutely reiterate that, that you will let your pride come down, your associations come down, your affiliations come down, and let the spirit and his word take authority in your life. So, you know, because that's what, this is what the word says. It says, those that rebel against it, they will be punished. It says, if authorities do not strike fear in people, who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right, and they will honor you. <laughs> and you know, I was talking with someone about this, and I was like, after I read that, I just heard, you know, if you do what they say, you won't get shot in the butt. Like, that's mm-hmm. what <laughs> you want. You don't want to get, have fear of getting shot in the butt? Then do what you're supposed to do. Be where you're, be be where where you're supposed, supposed to be. be. You don't have to live in fear. I remember someone had, had mentioned to me about, you know, being, you know, they don't have to worry about being afraid. And she was she was white. And she was white. Yeah, worried about being afraid about being stopped by the police. And I was like, neither do I. Neither do I. Mm-mm. It's not my place to to try and figure out the motives and heart of the police officer. That's just the truth. I'm not saying that there aren't people out there, police officers, mm-hmm. that take advantage of their authority. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not I'm not negating that. Men is, men is I, simple and perforated. You know, and... I'm not de- negating the fact that, you know, in the past, if not today, that are there racist cops? Sure, yeah. yeah. Sure there are. Just like there's racist. If there's, like, if there's sin in the world, then, then there's racist. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what you, it has to do with what you do. You're a racist whether you're a doctor. Mm-hmm. You're a racist whether you're a lawyer. You're a racist whether you're a judge. You're yep. racist with your bagging groceries. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's a heart issue. And church, we got to remember that. Mm-hmm. We're making things that are, are heart sin issues into, into temporal ones. Yeah. And the thing is, we, we have the answer. We've got the antidote to that. Yeah. And instead of giving people the antidote... We're like aligning ourselves and getting involved and and perpetuating that, mm-hmm. negating truth, pushing truth to the side, well, and letting emotion and take over. Like you know what this cancer needs? It needs more cancer. So <laughs> while I go ahead and <laughs> like you know come alongside that, it's like no, we need to counteract that. Mm-hmm. This is something that is you know corroding. Mm-hmm. Our society. Why are we coming in saying, yeah, that's what it is? It's like, mm-hmm. no, we need to bring in that antidote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, the, some of those things are really pretty plain. And I really, what I what I think I noticed, too, is that so many people are not taking time to actually find out the full story of yeah. anything. You know, that's the worst thing ever is to, you know, I don't know. I've been in positions like that where I have, I've gone full force into something without really knowing the full full ramifications of it. And I as much as I don't want to real like my ego won't let me yeah. admit that I made a mistake. Yeah. Well um yeah. I you agree. know. 
because I, I think that's the thing is people who are like, you know, again, these are my own personal conversations I'm having, um, you know, on a daily with all kinds of people and um, people that I found that have a sympathy for what's going on or sympathy for this particular organization. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't don't know the whole story. Don't know the organization they're linking themselves to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think what scares me most is when they do find out. They still get give excuses for it, and I don't well, know that, why. That okay, so kind of like you were kind of pointing there. I when you're talking about running full force into something, I think, and again, it reveals another area of the heart because it's like, how do you who it, don't be scared, humble yourself. Don't be scared to humble yourself and realize I need to repent here. I got it all wrong. I thought. God was a part of this and he's not, or I got, God mm-hmm. was in this line, like right. line of vision and he's not like, I encourage you <clears throat> do not be afraid right. to admit that there was a mistake that was made and thank God that you came to that conclusion or came to that understanding and get in the right. Now you can do things correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid, but I feel like a person, two things, either their pride they lack the humility. They're not able to embrace the humility to turn away mm-hmm. because I've gone too far. We burned too many buildings. We made too much, made too much noise. Yeah, you feel like you got to see and this I through. And I got to see this through. Or, uh, you you know, you might just be really blind and you know, refute, refute mm-hmm. and push away mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like you said, when I, I just, again, this is for myself. Because, again, what you're hearing is, you know, post-processing, you Mm -hmm. know, for me and Monique, like, with all of this. But to please do yourself the favor of examining your heart before God. And like Monique shared before, if you need to repent, repent. Because there's freedom and truth Mm -hmm. and and the real direction you're looking for. Like, if you really want to be effective... If you if like Black Lives Matter really like really matter to you, then you the God will give you the direction in which to actually be effective mm-hmm. to to the issues that are at hand. You know, like if that's clear to me, like God will give you give just for you custom made a a a purpose and mm-hmm. means in which to accomplish the overall goal because they matter so much to him like all of us mattered so much to God he gave his son that's clear mm-hmm. he gave his son that's clear even even when they didn't ma- we our lives didn't matter our own selves God God cared enough to give mm-hmm. his son like there's so many wonderful examples in the word of God that which he's given us to model right so that that's just my encouragement to you if you really want truth if you really want to be a game changer in all of this, repent and seek God for direction of how to be that. Well, and I think especially to like think about this. When it came to the things things that God are involved in, things that God inspires, movements will say that God mm-hmm. is involved in are extremely organic. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he has to conjure up. He didn't he didn't like talk to disciples and like say, okay, now we gotta like he didn't rally. He had mm-hmm. to rally people. Like it was basically him influencing the lives mm-hmm. of twelve minus one individual right. people 
engaging them personally. And I think that's the part, too, right. that is very interesting when it comes to BLM. It's not personal. Yeah. They don't make it personal. It's not like, we're going to gather these people, train them up to be mentors, yeah, to, to go, go into, into these cities. Right. And, and you know, encourage and, and take these places of empty slots that fathers are missing. Right. And, and coming alongside and teaching them how to, like, uh, care for each other and care for the community and, and be, you know, um, build their own, like, you know, right. infrastructure and all that stuff and create opportunities for their own mm-hmm. community. It's not. They seem like they spent their energy rallying people right. to be hostile, to be violent, mm-hmm. and to destroy. Mm-hmm. And, and we all know who bears that image. Like what it, okay? when, when, the, when God, when Jesus, when Jesus' church expanded, what happened? Yeah. Right? True. What happened? Mm-hmm. Right? There was, like, life. There was, like... There was uh, where was it? I need to look up the scripture. It was in uh, in Acts where basically when the church started to blossom, um, they all started to come. They actually had their own little community, yeah. and they said no one in their community needed anything yeah. because they all cared for. Like they didn't have to like you know what, Rome, you better give us what we. They're like you know we don't need that. Yeah, we got each other. We I give up. I give up. It was actually they brought what they had to offer. They mm-hmm. didn't demand anything they from anyone. They said we. They actually sacrificed. Mm-hmm their own livelihoods yeah. to the community and it flourished mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it just like it tells me like well that when yeah, people weren't when, going without right people weren't people losing were, things yeah. as the church began to expand people, people actually weren't. surrendered they turned they gave up stuff these people don't they're coming in if you look on their website they have a list of demands mm-hmm. these are a list of demands and it's like well, Christian, if it was of God, like God, I don't think He comes in. Jesus no. didn't come in demanding. He, in fact, He says, "I came to serve, mm-hmm. not to be served." Mm-hmm. Sounds like these people are more along the lines of wanting to be served mm-hmm. than to. Then they're to saying, serve. "We're here for the black community, right? We're here to right. rescue them," and they're coming in with this attitude with better, demands. Yeah, with demands. Yeah. So that just tells me, like. Yeah, we're step back. step back. Just look, look and step this, back. It, you know, you have to go. God is about justice, but is it is it this way? He's not about people feeling disenfranchised. Right. But would he do it this way? No. And we see in God's word how we can avoid that, how we can eliminate that, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we'll probably talk about that further because there's a couple of scriptures I have too. But. Go go ahead, sister. No, not a problem. Like that's that's legit. Like I, I <laughs> it's so true. But yeah, like in the scripture as it continues, um, it says, "But if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you." And I think another version of it says, like pretty much they carry a sword mm-hmm. for a reason. <clears throat> you know, they are God's servants sent for the very purpose of punishing uh, punishing those who do what is wrong. So you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep your clear conscience. If that doesn't sum up some of the issues that we've been seeing when it came to, like, some of these people that have been affected with some of the reasons, some of these people that are the reason for a lot of these protests, you know, you, you see you see a fair amount of them, you know, that's just the truth. I know people don't like it. 
But the reality is that they were resisting arrest. If they followed the word of God that I just read, literally just read, it's straight up instructions that they are, they, that they're here. If you would submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. When you, when you don't submit to your, those authorities in that moment in time, you know what I mean? And this is a wonderful thing. I would say I praise God that, that, you know, not every recourse has been fair when it came to those in authority that have taken advantage of the weak. Um, but again, I don't think that God will not see justice take place. That's a part of his character. And then when we take it into our own hands, we're saying, God, you're not capable of that. You're not enough. You're not God enough to do that for me. And so that's a problem. That's a huge problem. And so, you know, what do you expect to take place when you don't let God actually exact it? I mean, a wonderful picture of of God's justice and irony in in many ways is the story of Esther. Where you think, you think this guy is going to get away with what he's doing. He's got this influence. He's, he's got the ear of the king, right? And the king in his foolishness gives this person all kinds of power to destroy the nation of Israel, right? And Esther just being one person, one little queen, right, with very little influence, took took the risk and, and went and sought. Like, she didn't go in there with, you know... Uh, Mordecai and a bunch of Israel insurgents <laughs> into the king's chambers. Mm-hmm. She, like, you know, like you shared before, like, she she followed God and put her own self mm-hmm. at risk yeah. for her people. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm you like, know? when I see a lot of these protests and people, I'm like, where are the founders? Like, where are they? Yeah, where are they? I don't see them too often. I see lots of other people you know, mm-hmm. speaking for them. I really haven't seen yeah, too yeah, much I don't of see, I don't see any of the actual founders of this organization, like, on news, on the news, with interviews, you know, explaining any of this. I see a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't help but think, where are they? Where are they? Because if they're the leaders in this whole thing, why aren't they speaking up mm-hmm. for, for what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't they talking about their premise or making that, like, more cl- bring more clarity to the issue mm-hmm. because it seems like it's so very very it's so muddy and for me again this is not about you know um an affiliation or agenda to anything mm-hmm. this is just taking the information and pouring it into the word of god mm-hmm. and filtering it through like i was sharing with someone and i won't go too much further because you know we're we're gonna be running out of time pretty soon <laughs> i guess i mean we can we can we, we can, can do like a part two we're gonna we have can to do, do a part, part two. two but um but like our, I'm sharing with someone like the to our is he a producer? Our producer. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're doing a part two, so just we'll, yeah, we'll tell it to we'll our say producer. Part two. <laughs> you know who you are. But like I was like, I want you. I really desire you guys to those who are sticking around to keep listening to this. That you're taking what you're hearing and being bombarded with and pouring it through. Like I said, through like a Brita filter, mm-hmm. right? You're taking all this this stuff and you're pouring it through the Brita filter. And you're that Brita filter, or in this case, the word of God and his Holy Spirit makes things so much more clearer for us so that we can actually get the real, mm-hmm. the real. But yes, yeah, sister, I'm sorry, you were going to, were you going to share something? Well, I, I found that scripture I was talking about because <clears throat> this, I think, honestly, 
Jesus is always the greatest example of true leadership, right? Mm-hmm. If you want, if you want to oversee anything, if you want to inspire others, if you want to be a part of a movement, it's not, it's not how many people you can follow you down the street. It's the example that you mm-hmm, make you mm-hmm. that people are drawn to follow. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Jesus, when Jesus <laughs> called out the 12 and said, hey, follow me, they knew who he was. So they, could, they knew who he was and they dropped their nets. They dropped and abandoned all mm-hmm. that they knew and loved to follow him because they knew who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Because he, he had that example. He had the reputation. Besides the reputation, at least from these leaders, only the only example is that they can yell out enough and say angry things enough and ra- right. and get people emotionally enough mm-hmm. to follow them down the street someplace. So here's a cool thing I was just reading, um, more or less how how we'll say a movement because looking at the early church after the Holy Spirit came um, and the church started to grow, uh, how how it grew. Right. How this following grew. And uh, it says right here, I'm reading in Acts chapter two. Um, the church is expanding. <clears throat> it says, and they continue steadfastly. This is a group. Holy Spirit comes. Gospels preach. Peter teaches. Pre- teeter. Teeter. Preaches. <laughs> teeter. Teeter preaches. Peter. Peter preaches. Right. People respond. They start gathering. Like, he's like, I just, he just shared something. And now people are starting to Mm -hmm. respond. The Holy Spirit's moving. Right? Um, And it says, they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. Right? And in breaking Mm -hmm. bread and in prayer. Then, um, fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Right? So, it still seems like there are acts that are blessing the community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right not taken away from the community mm-hmm. but people are being healed people are being um people are being like amazed at all the good good works mm-hmm. good works right that are happening um what is it so it says now all the believers together and had all things um in common yeah, all things are common and they sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God, having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So already right there, right? <laughs> Kind of like, look at this contrast. We got right. two. We got two movements, right? Right. We got two movements here. Their response is anger, hostility, entitlement, and it seems in the midst of that. Yeah, like I'm not. Dis- I'm not dismissing that. We want to look at injustices. We want to look at mm-hmm. people being treated fairly. I get that. Right. I'm not dismissing that. But it's with such hostility, such anger, such entitlement. And it seems like instead of what they're asking for, it seems like they can really start on own. The church didn't go out and say, you know, Rome, we were starting this new thing. You need to su- supply these things for us. Right. right. 
they actually the very thing it seems like they're 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 also about socialism. Mm-hmm. It seems like this again this level of socialism doesn't make everybody doesn't make people pay up. People surrendered. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't. The apostles didn't come and demand. Everybody has mm-hmm. to. Has it to was like up. it says they they like they they sold. They decided. They mm-hmm. contributed, mm-hmm. and every and in simplicity, mm-hmm. like they made like we we don't need an outside culture to tell us how to live our lives. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually gonna, transform. Yeah. And I love how Jesus was like the revolution that you're asking for is not the rev- is not the revolution that you need. It's the revolution of the heart. Mm-hmm. Because fine, we can have the revolution. We can turn we can turn over the government, but you will be just as corrupt as the government you overturned. Yes, we gotta remember that. We've right? Got to remember that. Yeah, and so answer, it's like you yeah. want to rule but you have a corrupt heart and you already ruling corruptly already. Right, right. In your response. In your response already. Mm-hmm. Like and look at what we're doing now. We're trying to they're trying to overturn you know this whole setup or this negative system it's not perfect mm-hmm. but god's like you don't need that the revolution is in the heart and look at they already live in this revolutionary lives expanding the kingdom mm-hmm. with their service to each other mm-hmm. the way they loved one another mm-hmm. people it says that it the church daily like it says the lord <clears throat> added to the church daily and it's crazy because i know uh from what i i've been told or learned historically that the church the church's expanse and influence was so great that you know it put a fear into this into the very system and it took the it took very it took no burning of buildings it took no no loss of life on anyone's part um it it didn't rob anyone of of any opportunities or provisions you know mm-hmm. like just again christian those that want to sympathize with this particular movement just needs to consider what the movement is actually bringing and you maybe say well you know that's not really what it's all about what the reality is that is what it's all, it's about. all about well and I'm not a, I'm not, my heart's not so about that but <laughs> if you if you are about them then your heart is about that mm-hmm. it says in pro is it psalms one <clears throat> blessed is the man that walks out in the counseling of God, you know stands in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of the scoffer right it is a it is a progress as much as you you just might be standing with them you'll eventually end up sitting down and becoming them becoming them yeah because mm-hmm. you now you've allowed influence to come. First in. you walk, then you stand, then you sit, and then you sit. You you just you you in it. Now. You're in it, regardless of what my heart's ever in. But if you are with them, you're you're then your heart's with them. As much as you say you're not about that, you are the you are a log of the fire towards that cause. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's a hard truth to to. Like, I, I know when I've been, when God's exposed me in my error in believing something <clears throat> that ended up having nothing to do with him, mm-hmm. it's embarrassing at first. Mm-hmm. And you, my natural response is to, to reason with it and to excuse it or to figure out some kind of way where it's not really my fault or it's not really my, my error. It's not really my forgetting his truth and walking in my way. 
You know what I mean? Uh, you find some kind of way to, to reconcile it, and there's no reconciliation. Eventually, you're going to have to come to the reality that you have chosen your way over God's. You've chosen, you know, a false thing over what is true. And the, the only way that you can actually come to, uh, you know, again, a real knowledge and understanding of all that's around you is first, you can't, we can't dismiss it. You've got to repent. Mm-hmm. You have to repent of that of that error and submit yourself back under the truth and, and guidance of God and the Holy Spirit. You know, um, he doesn't expose us in those ways to make us feel foolish, to make us look dumb. That's not our God. That's not why he gives us light or truth to make us feel stupid. He gives it to us so that we can finally walk in, in the freedom and 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 effectiveness you know to be the salt and light we're called to be that can't happen that can't happen if you're keeping things in your life that keep you from that mm-hmm. or keeping an idea or mentality that keep you from that so you know as hard as it is to you know say these things and as hard as it is to say them like because mm-hmm. I know the the way that we think and our ideas and our our I don't even I don't call it approach. We try to always be loving in our approach and truth, right? I mean, whenever like you you're so dumb, you are really dumb for real. Like that's never been, you know, our attitude. But like I said, I rather I rather you, for lack of a better word, hate me now and see you in heaven mm-hmm. than like me now, and be separated from you mm-hmm. for eternity. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. That's fine. Be mad, but God's word does not go out void mm-hmm. faithful I, that's a that's a scripture i always lean to when people that i love tell me truth that i i really at the time it's painful to hear or don't want to hear um and vice versa um is faithful the wounds of the friend deceitful are kisses of enemy mm-hmm. um and i definitely say in this season right now um that there's a lot of of friendship that I really long to uh, continue to cultivate you know at the risk of not being liked you know what I mean like I rather be a friend to you and tell you the truth and save your life um, than you know just smile on your face and you know uh, when you're walking in the wrong direction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you're talking about again like the theme of it as well, which I hope we're kind of staying on is is when uh, your is it color becomes your religion or oh <laughs> um, when race becomes when race should become your religion. religion. <laughs> I think a, another thing to kind of look at is like look at the name of the organization, Black Lives Matter. That always that always like did not settle with me. No. Um. Uh. I think as a black as a black person and looking at the harm that we we do to ourselves within our own community, I think it should say black lives need to matter to me (laughs) more than black lives matter. Black lives need to matter matter to me. me. Um, I in in God's word. it, It it's clear all lives matter to him. Well, he died for the sins of the world, not just for black lives. Absolutely. And that's elevating. That's, that's almost like this 
elevation, anything that you elevate, what is that? Like idolatry. Right? And the, and I even heard the term like, no lives matter till black lives matter. And I'm like, I'm like yikes. yikes. Yeah. And I've seen that. Actually, I've seen that on churches. Yeah. Now, it's like, okay. I'm like, Again, yeah. again. Unbelieving person. Totally mm-hmm. like, you don't know. Lord Jesus, you Lord Lord willingly Lord willingly you'll you'll you learn reveal, yeah, you reveal it to you. But when I see that on, on a church, church yeah. when I hear that from the pulpit, when I hear that from brothers and sisters that are in the light, that's a little that's a little unsettling. Right. Um with that, um we're gonna get ready to somewhat land the plane and then head into part two because I'm like, there's so much. But with that, um, I'm going to read Galatians 3.26-29 because it's in reference to what you just said. For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female. So there's your little gender thing too. <laughs> it's all Eric. It's all, about, like you don't have to worry about transitioning. It's not gonna matter. It doesn't heaven. matter in heaven. Just like, get saved. Just get saved. You'll, okay. you'll be you'll just be what God wants you to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. And God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Mm-hmm. So, again, according to the word, taking that bread of filter, taking the word of God, letting it filter through all that we're hearing and seeing. This answers it for me. Mm-hmm. This is not, again, this is not a, a conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican view. This is the word of God. Mm-hmm. This is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And according to the word of God. We can all shut up about this. Yeah. Like, we can all be quiet yeah. about it. Like, you know, Word of God says all lives matter. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah, like we said before, even, you know, uh, it's not it's not red or blue, black or white. It's not a red or blue or black or white issue. It's a darkness and, and light, light issue. Mm-hmm. It's darkness and light, guys. Mm-hmm. If you, if, again... If you're new to what's happening, uh, and I know we said it many times before, but uh, it's the last, last day, <laughs> right? It's we're closer than we've ever been, and uh, it is. I, I would definitely say, like, bride, bride of Christ, time to wake up, time to find out where you're gonna land on this. And where you land is where you land. I want to be where I need to be, mm-hmm. right? But our God is faithful. Mm-hmm. He's faithful to let you know before he does what he does, what he has to do. He's faithful to let to give the opportunity to uh, wake up, to repent, to get your heart, your thoughts straight. Because looking at all of this and seeing more than anything, again, this discussion is not for necessarily towards the unbeliever, though we hope the unbeliever listens and gleans something, and gleans from, from, mm-hmm. something from it and, and finds some hope because there's, even though this it's such a dark time right now, there's still a lot of hope. There's still a lot of hope. A lot of hope, yeah. There's a lot of hope for you. 
Um, but it, it was clear, and it seems like this running theme, where he is beginning to separate those wheat from the tares. Mm-hmm. If you realize you're a tear, God can transform. He can transform <laughs> he gets wheat into a tear. He, he can, can make turn, you some wheat. Where is it? Yeah, he can make you some wheat, right? God can turn water into wine. He can turn a tear into a piece of wheat, right? He's a, he's a God that transforms. So <laughs> oh, awake and realize I'm, I'm living the life of a tear. Lord, transform me into some, wheat. into some wheat and let me be a part of this harvest that you will keep and store up for your mm-hmm. kingdom. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, he is scrubbing his bride clean. He says he will have a spotless bride. And so um, now's the time. So we, we're really doing this to really um, we are seeing we, we see ourselves. We've we've been in the process of repenting ourselves right, right. and in, in the continued process of <clears throat> repenting. But it's getting really, really more and more clear that we need to mm-hmm. be in the truth. And that's why we are here to kind of share this area of like, who who do you worship? Who do you worship? Who do you worship? Your race or, or Christ, mm-hmm. your affiliations or Christ, mm-hmm. your the culture, the or, culture Christ. or Christ. So with that, I'm going to close in prayer and we'll we'll head into, I guess, the second part of all of this, too. But, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, thanks for those who are willing to stick around, sticking around mm-hmm. and um, looking forward to talking into what Monique just shared about, like, you know, darkness and light. Like what what camp are we in? So that's going to be like the second part in which we're leading. No, there into. you go. We got the next one. <laughs> we do. Leaning that spotless bride. So we're going to talk about that next. Um, so let me pray. Father God, again, we just thank you so much for the, the goodness of your word. I'm finding a deep appreciation for the light it brings and how it just, um, man, makes such a confusing world less confusing. Mm-hmm. We thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would allow, again, your your church, your bride, um, to, again, fall into submission to her husband. Uh, those believers that are out there that maybe felt a certain way about this, Lord, we ask that the, your Holy Spirit would guide them into all truth. Your word would lead them into all truth. And that they will be reminded of who they belong to and how we are bought with a price and we are not our own. And we it is time for us to no longer behave like we own ourselves. You own us, Lord Jesus. You guide us, Lord Jesus. And you and what you say goes. We submit to your authority and who you also put in authority. Mm-hmm. Give have mercy on us. Forgive us, God, for just thinking that we know better than you, more than you. And have a deeper understanding when you made clear to us last time we discussed it that your ways are higher than our own. So again, Lord, we thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God. Holy Trinity for doing what you do best. And you will be praised. You will be you will be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, thanks. Oh, 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 oh,